What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We are so happy that you are here. All right, what are we talking about today? All right. Pun show. Pun show today. We are talking about an element of the winner's journey. Winning Wednesday. We're going to be talking about the climb, you guys. It ain't about It ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. I love Miley. I want to I want to ask Google a question real quick. How many people try to climb Mount Everest every single year? Ooh. Pre-COVID, of course. Ooh, good question. How many people try to climb? Alexa, <laughs> how many people try to climb Mount Everest every single day? Maybe you guys can give us the answer sooner than that. Did I say every day or every year? I don't know what she said. But, but I meant every year. And the verdict is approximately 800 people attempt to climb annually okay so 800 people attempt to climb how many people successfully make it to the top successfully there have been over 4,000 successful climbers on mount everest in history okay Let's how many 4,000 like throughout the entire history 4,000 in ever you can type in like percentage of people that make it okay sure 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 these are all very much Googly searched. So take this information with a grain of salt. The idea is to give an idea. Because it's going to lead to today's topic. Oh, they have stats for men and women. Two thirds reached the summit. Mm -hmm. That's more than I was expecting. That is more than I was expecting. But Diane asked a great question and she said, ask how many do it without supplemental oxygen. Mm. She must have she read. Knows, she knows what we're talking about. She must about. have read the title and put... Two and two together equal four. Okay, but they get the point. So let's talk about it. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So, and this is the power of technology. Solves people problems. Gives people air. More people can make it to the top. Fast track your way to success. So you guys, the winner's journey is a climb. It's like climbing a mountain. And... Everybody wants to make it to the top. Everybody who comes to the summit of Mount Everest goes with the intention of making it to the top. Do you guys agree? Otherwise, why would you start? So the, the point is, is that those who don't even make it to the mountain, they don't care about becoming a winner. Those who are not here right now do not care to become a winner. And of course, I know that some of you guys are working. I just mean in general, like if you've inserted yourself in this show, if you've inserted yourself in our, in our community and this community, then, you know, you are, you're like, I'm here. 
I'm here with the intention of climbing the mountain. <clears throat> okay. So here's the thing with regards to, to the winner's journey. The more successful you become, the more challenging it's going to get. It's because, like weight loss. The more Because the thinner the air is. And let, like, let's talk about that metaphorically because like, we're not all trying to climb Mount Everest. So it's not like a, a, a like a literal, in a literal sense. Mm -hmm. And you know, like weight loss, the more weight you lose or the leaner you get, the more attention to detail you must pay to continue getting leaner. Right. Um, and so, you know, when, and, and this is some things that you guys probably have noticed, but like we've talked about so many times is, you know, when you begin the journey, there are comments that will be made from people who know you that are, you know, why are you doing this? Um, you know, why did you like, you know, trying to get you to eat certain foods, like, come on, just live a little, right? Like not actually being helpful or encouraging, but, um, you know, different things that come in the way of your path. There's, um, you know, people will ask you, I don't know why you paid that much to do that. Um, and that's okay that they don't know why, as long as you know why, and it feels right to you. Um, but you know, it's crabs in a bucket, right? Um, but the other piece of that is, the more success you get, the easier it becomes to justify not continuing to move forward even more, just like with weight loss. You know, if you, if your goal, we've talked about this too, if your goal is to lose 50 pounds, as soon as you lose like 20, you're like, oh, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. And we start to justify little things. You know, because we're not as disappointed in where we're at. We've had some success. Great. But then you begin to rest. It's easier to rest on the successes that you had prior. And you have to, there's a lot more force you have to generate to continue moving forward. Um, you know, a lot of people get complacent with the amount of money they make. Uh, Grant Cardone will always say, like, don't take advice from millionaires. Because most of them have stopped pushing to do anything more because they've just gotten comfortable with where they're at. Like, ah, I'm fine. And then, you know, no longer have a desire to continue getting better. And it isn't about just getting more money. It's about personal growth and development on a continuous basis for your entire life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we think like, oh, you know, I've, I've got this down or I've got that down. You know, Sari and I, you might say like, yeah, we got fitness down. We've got our nutrition down. Like we're dialed. We've mastered it. But we're still trying to get better. It's not, yeah. about, it's not about like how jacked can I get? It's about, you know, it becomes about the process. And it becomes about like how can I continue to beat myself? You know, how can I, you know, do this workout faster than I did it the last time? Or how can I lift more weight than I lifted the last time? Why? Just because you're like, it's a, it's, it's self-improvement and it's just growth, growth period. Um, and so uh, there's actually an email that Andy Priscilla sent that was like, what got you to where you are now is not going to get you 
to where you want to be. And I think actually Daisy made a post about this in the inner circle, something like that. Like your person has to transform and change if you want to continue to get better. Uh-huh. And so there is, there's no such thing as too much personal growth. There's no such thing. There's always something else you can learn. There's always something you can be better at. There's always something you can refine. There's always something you can do with more precision and accuracy and efficiency. Um, you know, and there is no limit to how much you can continue to grow yourself as a person. You have the whole relationship category. You have the whole uh, professional and financial category. You have the uh, fitness and health category. You have the, the family category. You have, there are so many, and then in those categories, there's like a gazillion subcategories that you can improve in. And then when you feel like, yeah, I got all this stuff down, good, try something new. Probably don't have it all down though. I don't. Mm, finally found the stat that I was looking for. All so right. Let's hear it. You guys know that we have a bunch of mentors. We take advice from mentors, people who have been there, done that. People are in spaces who have a lot thinner air than, than, than where we currently are. The people we take advice from are the people that we pay to take advice from. There's a lot of people who have advice and there's a lot of people who have good ideas, but you have to keep in mind, who do I want to take the advice from? Everybody's, it's like opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. We have opinions too. Does that mean you take ours? I don't know. If it fits with you, then yeah. Um, you know, but we, yeah, we, we take our, we, we're very selective in who we will listen to guide us. Yeah. So one of our mentors, his name is Brandon Dawson. He's an absolute genius. And, you know, he's currently helped us to, to scale our business so that we can make a bigger impact and a more positive impact on, on this planet. And of course, it's a science and an art in and of itself. But, you know, he was giving us some stats with regards to, to businesses and basically just showing how um, the higher you climb, the thinner the air gets. So in America, there's 31.5 million small businesses, you guys. 31.5. 25 million of them have one employee. What percentage is that? Oh. 5.3 of them have 2 to 15 employees. 600,000 have over 15 employees. And two thirds of those will fail every five to 10 years. So why does this matter? Because when a business makes a, makes a bigger impact, for a business to grow, the, the higher, sorry, the thinner the air gets, the more sacrifices have to be made, the better skill set each person on the team has has to have the 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 greater the leadership needs to be of everybody on the team and so on and so forth there's so many moving pieces and you know one of the reasons why we love entrepreneurship and uh both body transformation is that the principles are so much in alignment so if we have 30 31.5 small businesses in America 25 million 
25 divided by 31.5. So 79%, 79% of small businesses are basically like all the way at the bottom. Okay. Um, and then 5.3 divided by 31.5. 18% of them have made it to like the 10,000 foot mark. Okay. Only, oh shit, hold on. Only. I don't know if. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What am you, I doing? You press, you press the weird button somewhere in the middle of there. <laughs> Sorry. With this one sec. Nicole Cozier needs a graph to understand what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, I will make a graph in just one second. Okay, I'm just going to do point. One six divided by 31.5 less zeros. Only 1.9%. 1.9%. Has, has over 15 employees, you guys. So what about like, you know, those companies that have like a hundred or a thousand employees? It's like very few in between. And that's like that with regards to everything, not just business. So just goes to show how, you know, like, in life, most people are going to be at the bottom, right? And that's why normally, like, you know, like if you look at the mountain... Or, or in the masses. Yeah. In the masses. Right. There's going to be more saturation at the bottom. You know, the, the better your performance gets or the, or the more you want to achieve, the higher you're going to have to climb and the more challenging it's going to be. And I think, you know, I was just thinking about mentorship. That is why, like, you know, mentorship is super important because do you want to take advice from somebody who is higher up the mountain than you or somebody who is at the same spot in the mountain than you? And based on where you're at, how high do you want that person to be up the mountain? You know, these are questions that you have to ask yourself and apply to your own life. It's crazy now that I'm like breaking down the percentages, like only 1.9% of businesses in America have over 15 employees. That's not even a big business. No. You guys, based on our goals, we are literally going to be hitting that by 2022. Like that's just like, you know, I'm bragging for a second, but I'm being humble at the same time too, because... When you show up all day, every day, and you have a mission that's bigger than yourself and everybody is on the same page and everybody shows up and, and gives it their all, like, man, the things that you were able to do. And this goes to give a shout out to all of our team members. You guys are phenomenal people, you know? So the higher up you want to go, be it in your weight loss. Now, the more things you're going to have to focus on and the better you're going to have to get at everything that you focus on. And this is why, you know, some of you guys, well, not some of you. In fact, for most of you, this is what I tell you either when your inner circle is coming up on your renewal or like, you know, when the raw ends, we tell you this, the worst investment you can make is not investing enough in yourself. Because just stop. Because now you've climbed up the mountain a little bit and you're like, okay, I'm just going to figure out how to climb through the thinner air on my own. If, if, really? somebody, if somebody helped you get from the very start to like a quarter of the way up, if somebody had to help you with that. And that's the easier part. How realistic do you see it being for you to take yourself 
from here to here to halfway up. Like it doesn't make any sense, but you know, I've, I've been in this backwards kind of thinking before where I'm like, oh yeah, I've learned a couple things. So now I'm good. But the thing is like you learned from somebody else how to do the easiest part. So if you needed help doing the easiest part, you definitely need help doing the next part because the higher you keep going, the more it changes and the more, you know, you have to focus on different strategies, uh, different approaches. Um, you need to learn different things. You need to transform in different ways. You need to have different conversations with people. I was trying to think about what are the things that, um, what are the things that we allow to get in our way? Maybe we're aware of or completely unaware of. They get in our way of achieving anything. Um, you know, and we can, we can speak um, to you guys all day about the weight loss portion of this, but I want you to see the parallels in any part of your life, in your career, working your way up the corporate ladder, if that's what you want to do. Um, you know, working your way up in entrepreneurship, if that's what you want to do, building an actual like sustainable business, all of these things, having amazing relationships, um, and by amazing relationship, I mean, you know, you can talk to that person. You can have any conversation with that person, even if it's, you know, a conflicting matter or, you know, something difficult to talk about. You know, you can approach them and have a good conversation like two adults and you know, you're going to come to a resolution and mutually respect one another. Um, I think that's the greatest kind of relationship. Um, so no matter what it is, our environment holds us back. And there's three major, major types in our environment. There's our uh, physical environment. What is physically around you? You want to lose weight, but you have Oreo cookies in the cupboard. Good luck. You want to make more money, but you have people telling you like, be grateful for what you have. Don't you have enough? Like you're so greedy. Why do you want more? Like what? You know, if you want to work your way up in the corporate ladder, I don't know why you're working for that person. Like, or that's not, that's not as much physical. I guess physical would be like, you're not learning. You're not having, you don't have the tools necessary in your physical environment. That would be more social. That would be the social environment. The people talking in your ear, the people who aren't where you want to be telling you how to get to where you want to be or what you should want or what you should have or be grateful for or whatever. I'm like, if you're not where I want to be, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Say whatever you want to say, but it, the more you say it, the less I'm going to listen and the less you're going to see of me because it doesn't, it's not supportive. Mm -hmm. And if you want to live your life that way, I'm completely fine with it. Respect 100%. Do your thing. Do what you want to do. You're happy. Great. I'm happy for you. That's not what I want to choose. So please don't dictate that. Um, and then, uh, and then the mental environment, what's going on through your head? What are the things you're saying to yourself? What are the, what's the narrative playing in your mind? We were talking about this this morning, how so many people are held back because they're stuck in a past narrative. Yeah. It's good to understand what's happened in your past and maybe how that's affected you and the things that you struggle with now, but you can't live there. You can't stay there. You know, um, there's a lot of people who have like, you know, parents have been alcoholics or, you know, something happened, you know, way back that was unfortunate. And, you know, um, 
But the problem is not the thing that happened. It's that we stay stuck in that. Like, oh, this is how I am because of that. No. Like, what's the, what was the, uh, I don't remember who said it, but it's like, it's not your fault. Oh, I don't remember who said it. Oh, it's not your, this applies to anything. Yes, I, Grant said that. I don't think it was Grant. It was somebody else. But it's basically like, um, and this applies to anything, but it was said about money is it's not your fault if you're born into poverty, but it is your fault if you die in poverty. Now, with that being said, if you live in a free country, that is 100% the truth. Um, I cannot speak for any, any, anyone anywhere else in the world because I don't, I haven't lived there. I haven't grown up in that, but I know in America and in free countries, like if you're, if you're born into, and this is like, if you're born into a family that has a, had a history of diabetes, that doesn't mean you're destined to have diabetes. Uh, type one is different than type two, but type two diabetes is very much a, uh, you, yeah, you've, you have taken the actions consistently enough to have, um, let the genes Let's say you have an obesity gene or you have a, a diabetic genes or something like that. That doesn't mean you have to have the behaviors that express those genes. Right. Right. Because um, you can turn genes on and off. You, you semi have control of how genes are expressed. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, um, a lot of, a lot of environmental things need to be considered. Um, another reason why people, um, fall off as they're climbing is, um, you have too many things you're trying to do at one time, too many things you're trying to do at one time. You want to make a lot of money. So like, I got to do this thing and I got to have that business and that business and this side hustle and that side hustle. And it's like, you go so wide and you don't go deep on any of them. So none of them end up doing anything. And you're just stressed out because you have so many things going on. Grant was talking about it last night. He was saying how so many people are, are focusing on investing a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. And it's like, no wonder like they never end up achieving anything great. And of course his standards are insane. When he says achieving anything great, he means, he means billions of dollars. However, those are the kind of people we choose to listen to people who are like very much at the top. And he, you know, he was talking about Warren Buffett. He was talking about Bill Gates. He's like, they went deep on one thing for their entire life. It applies okay. to anything. Just commit and go deep and keep on digging deeper and deeper and deeper. However, the deeper you go, the more you have the freedom to start going wider. Did I cut you off? Yep. That's okay. Okay. Next you overthink too much. Overthinking, overthinking everything, thinking that something has to be perfect and you have to know all the answers before you start. I have to know exactly what, diet program and exactly what my breakfast, lunch, and dinner are going to be. And I have to know exactly how many workouts per week. And all while it is good to plan in advance, definitely something that we preach. You don't have to know every, you're not going to know everything. It's impossible. You will never know everything, but the way to know more is to start doing and learn. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast this morning, Ed Milet and Dirks Bentley, great duo. Um, and they were talking about how like the most successful people rarely are ready for what they commit to. 
they just step into it, right? They're like, I don't know, but lean in. The only way to figure it out is to start. Lean in. Right? You can read all the books. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can watch all the YouTube videos and you will still not feel comfortable doing the new thing you're trying to do until you start doing it. Or the first time you did a, a plank or a lunge or a squat or a push up or a, a sit out or anything, you're like, this shit's awkward and weird and uncomfortable and it hurts and am I doing it right? And But the more you do it, and the more you learn, oh shit, that hurts my back if I do that. Okay, let me make an adjustment. Cool, now I know. And now it's not so bad. A lot of you guys are working on figuring out how to get into a handstand position. Awkward as shit, scary, nerve wracking, um, you know, but until you get the movement pattern down to where you feel confident, it feels like, how am I gonna do this? Um, and then the last thing that I wrote down and there's like way more, but I don't want to take up all the time is a lack of discipline. This is straight up our own faults, not having discipline, not following through with what you say you're going to do. There's a difference when shit goes sideways and your plan that you had has to be adjusted and rerouted. And it's, it's legitimate because there's other things that became a much higher priority that would like were immediate right? Like you got to put out a fire or something. But when you say you're going to work out and then you don't work out, boom, that hurts. And every single time you do that, you take yourself a notch down every single time. And if you do that consistently for long enough, you stop believing in yourself. Now you need somebody else to believe in you so that you can even begin to start believing in yourself again. Sri and I, I don't know how many people we've taken through the inner circle who have not believed in themselves, but because we believe so hard and we can show them just start with X, Y, Z and you get some immediate results or you, you feel different in some kind of way immediately knowing that, wow, it wasn't actually that difficult. You begin to believe again. Wow, I maybe I can do this. You start to like regain that, that faith and that hope. And that belief. So then that's motivating. Take more action. Get more results. Have more belief. But you got to follow through. The follow through and the discipline leads to momentum. And that momentum leads to confidence. And when you have a certain level of confidence, nobody will ever fucking stop you. Nobody. Nowhere. Nothing. And my personal goal is to get as many people as possible to reach that level of confidence where like, doesn't matter what happens in my life, I got this. I can do hard things. I do hard, I invite hard things. I'm happy to be challenged. Those were the things I wrote down. Wow, you took it home, baby. Aaron's church. I would like to pause your, I was loading up a song. Okay. By Badass Woman. Hopefully one day Ooh. we can have her on our show. Yeah, she's gonna be a friend someday.
that I got. The I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Sorry. The past is important because you should use your past to humble you. <laughs> remember so where you, you came so from. So that you can remember where you've come from. That's you, what that's what creates gratitude. Right. Like use that as fuel for your fire. And if you think about like any any person that you claim to be successful that you look up to. Because who we may look up to may be different than who you look up to. And that's okay. But I guarantee you that they haven't always had it figured out. But they were willing to put in the reps, to put in the steps, to climb up higher and to persevere through the thinner air. And JLo is definitely one of them. JLo is a boss. Yeah. Man. So inspiring. Yeah. And I remember when Oprah interviewed her a year ago because I study Oprah and how she interviews. And, you know, JLo is now in her 50s. You'd never think that. And JLo is saying that one of her new things now is to inspire women, women to stop believing that as they're aging, that life is doomed. It's like, yes, you can be in your 50s and be in the best shape of your life. You know, when you do life well and you use your past as fuel to create a better future rather than dwelling on your past, you're giving yourself an opportunity to push harder where in the moment shit gets hard. Cozier asked for a graph. So Cozier, this one is for you, baby. <laughs> well, you got a lot of lead sticking out that pencil spot to break. No, it won't. Don't you just love that? You're like, hey, this is my mountain today. Okay, I only wanted to put one side. So <laughs> what happens on the other end? <laughs> whatever. I do whatever I want on my mountain. On your graphs. These are <laughs> stay, my graphs. Stay in your own peak. Make just your own kidding. graphs. <laughs> just kidding. I will not want to climb the mountain by myself. Do not try to climb the mountain by yourself. Because you will either give up or you will die. Everybody's going to be singing that song later today. So here's the thing with regards to this mountain. Look, the higher up you want to go, the more time you're going to have to give it. And this is something that we all have to understand and to appreciate. Because be it with your weight loss, be it with, let's say, fixing a relationship or getting into a, a great relationship and currently being single or advancing in your career, whether you're an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur or, you know, Whatever it may be, it takes time. And for some reason, people think once they start focusing on something that because they want it, that the climb is going to take one step. If you want actual success, acknowledge that the more time you're putting into it, the better results you're going to get. The more likely you are to reach the peak. They were saying here that on average, it takes a person 40 days to climb up, to climb up Mount Everest. If you were to spend four days, are you going to reach the same peak that you've reached on day 40? Nah. 40 days? But why is it, why is it that when it comes to weight loss, everybody wants to lose 40 pounds in four days? We still keep getting these texts. It's like ever since we moved here, yesterday we got a text about teaspoon of cinnamon, whatever. I'm like, Try this off. cinnamon Fuck trick. Off. Um... So time, use time to your advantage. Time, when you are up to good things, time is only going to help you to compound your efforts. Patience. It's, right, 
It requires patience. That's something that we don't often That's another have. thing that can go on my list of why people have a hard time climbing higher. Yeah. The second thing is practice. You got to put in the reps. Ask any Olympian, um, high caliber athlete, successful anything. The more reps they put in, the better they were able to get at something. Nobody, no, let's say a female who has a 300 pound squat. I, I consider that ridiculous in the greatest way ever. But she, she didn't get to squatting 300 pounds unless she weighs like 600 pounds overnight. And chances are is that if she weighs 600 pounds and she probably has really high blood pressure and she probably shouldn't put that um, weight on her back. But you, you guys get what I'm saying. Like you're like any female who can squat a remarkable amount of weight has, I can guarantee you that she's squatted hundreds of thousands of reps. But why is it that when we go to the gym for a very first time or after a month, we get upset at ourselves that we are only like still stuck at 135? Bitch, please. And that, that used to be something that I really used to struggle with. There, there was this girl, her name was actually Erin. And like, <laughs> that bitch could squat so much. And like... <laughs> you would get mad at this Erin too. I used to get mad at you too. Yeah. Um, but really you were mad at yourself. Not but, then. but look, she had, she had three, three extra years of putting in the reps than me, mm-hmm. you know, like it takes time to adapt. So reps and time go hand in hand. Like you want to get better. You got to put in the reps. I think there's, okay. So I think there's another element of this, which is you can be doing something for as long as somebody else. But if you lack discipline, if you lack consistency, if you lack, um, if you overthink things, if your environment's misaligned and you've been trying and trying and trying for the same amount of time, two people start their gym membership on the same day, same day. A year later, one looks very different and the other is doing the same stuff that they were doing when they started. Why? That could be one reason why there's a struggle, like why you, why, in a comparison mode for comparing and you feel bad, you're like, man, they're so much further along than me. But you don't normally say that when you know you've been doing something for the same amount of time as somebody else because you already know deep down it's your own damn fault. Now, when you're comparing yourself to somebody you know has been doing something for longer than you, then you're like, oh, but they're there. And it's like, you know, you, you know, deep down, you're like, gosh, I'm doing the right things. But like, it feels like in our minds, we think, oh, it only took them a week to get there. It only took them like, you know, a few months to be able to do that. Or we just have no concept at all of how long it takes to achieve something. There's like all the scenarios I can think of mm-hmm. as to why we would get disappointed in a comparison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. context yeah so practice is really important but practice is not everything because it's not just about what you do it's about how you do it however the more you do something the more you can understand the how better don't be fooled by the rocks that i got and the more it becomes second I'm nature singing, to you i'm singing the song Sorry. i'm still i'm still jenny from the block used to have a little now i have a lot no matter where i go i know where I came from. Mm, love her. She doesn't say, no matter where I go, I live in where I came from. She says, no matter where I go, I know 
where I came from. Why does she not live where she's come from? You can't. If you live there, you stay there. Yep. If you live there, you stay there. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I don't know why, you know, I'm just not, um, you know, I'm not happy with where I'm at. I'm not, you know, I don't know why I, I'm still this or I, I still don't have that or I haven't achieved that. But if in your mind, you're living in a circumstance that was in your past, you have to, you have to release its control over your now behavior because you're living right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're looking forward. Okay. The next thing. We gro- are not finished. Growth pains. Oof. Growing pains. So like, let's go back to the example that Brandon Dawson gave us. You know when a baby, when their teeth are growing in and they cry because that shit hurts? Or like when your muscles are growing, you're sore. Ooh, that shit makes you sore. Ooh, your muscles are growing, baby. Why is it that we, lo- we, we, are, we are accepting of it when it comes to our muscles, but when it comes to anything else in life, we have a hard time dealing with it? So like, you know, let's it's go... emotional pain. Let, yeah, let's, let's go back to, to, to the business example, right? So like there's 31.5 million... Uh, small businesses in America, 20, 25 million have one employee, 5.3 have two to 15, 600,000 have more than 15. So here's the thing, in order to go from one to two to 15 or more than 15, it, it, like you have to go through growth pains. You know, in order for you to take it to the next level with anything, you have to go through growth pains. Ask anybody who's been successful in any of our programs. It's not that it was hard. In fact, everything that we do is simplified, but the hardest thing is overcoming those growth pains. It's like suddenly um, people that you thought were your friends or maybe like significant others you notice are no longer in alignment with you and you gotta let them go. Shit, it hurts. Or it's hard. hard. Yeah. Or 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 people in your life are getting upset at you because you no longer see value in grabbing pizza with them on Friday nights. That's growth pains, dude. Yeah, and it's life is hard. The sooner you can accept that no matter what you're doing, even if you're not doing anything remarkably great to you, life is still hard. So if you can accept that, then you can move forward because you just know ah, some shit's going to go sideways and I've got to, I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm going to do about it, but I know I'm going to get through it. Something at some point is going to happen that's difficult. It's right around the corner. No matter what, guaranteed. That is life, period. And this isn't a comparison of problems. This isn't like... Oh, you know, I, I had this happen and gosh, one of the like dumbest conversations to have is to compare problems with somebody else. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like the problem is as big to you as it is to you. Like, I I don't know how you can even, um, it's what you make it in your mind. Melanie O'Connor, you've overcome some shit, dude. And Mm -hmm. I will not take away how, you know, effective or how, uh, how dramatic that experience is. But I will also say, and I know that you would agree with me, somebody else somewhere has it worse. Always. Mm-hmm. But that, it doesn't matter. Like, they've got to deal with it for themselves and you've got to deal with your stuff for yourself. Yeah. 
So what really needs to matter is what is going on in my life. It's going to be hard. I understand that. Things are not going to be easy, such as life. And I just have to know how do I move forward with my roadblocks? How do I move forward with the unfortunate things that happen to me? Unfortunate things happen to every single person. You think somebody with like, you know, uh, an incredible amount of money, financial freedom, a great family life, a great business, great whatever, they have problems too. They have problems too. It's just different. It's, you know, there's a problem of like, how am I going to pay my rent? Feels the same way as a business owner with 50 employees that says, how am I going to pay my employees? It's the same feeling. Magnified. It's the same feeling, just like a magnified problem, I suppose. But it doesn't matter because one person has to deal with it, how they have to deal with it. Another person has to deal with it, how they have to deal with it. So no matter what, life is going to be hard. So you might as well climb, right? Here's what what I say. That's my choice. Life is hard, so ask yourself, but how can I make it better? Choose your heart, but how can I make it better? Ask yourself that question every single day. Like every time you get down, you get down on yourself, you start having a, your bitch voice gets louder. You're like, man, life is hard, but how can I make it better? Show up for your workout. Um, Now, one more thing, because life is hard, because you go through growth pains, community is everything. (sighs) Community is everything. Like nobody would climb up Mount Everest by themselves. And that's why, you know, all of our efforts go to building this community. For you guys, don't try to go through it alone. You guys, when I went through my own weight loss journey alone, I failed for 10 years. The minute I had a community, everything changed. Don't go through it alone. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The more sacrifices you make to those who are at the top of the ladder of the climb, the sooner you're going to learn the skills and the more you're going to be able to climb up higher. Guaranteed. You know what's cool though? You guys, when you, re- when you pass certain breaking points in, in, in your climbing, uh, whatever is at the top, right? Whatever is at the destination. At, at the very beginning or, or you know, metaphorically the bottom of the mountain, there's a lot of people down here. There's a lot of people down here fighting for your attention, distracting you, um, you know, uh, getting inside your head, um, taking you, you know, off, off the track. There's a lot of saturation down here. What's cool about the air being thinner at the top is that anybody who's up there will reach their hand down to you to pull you up because they know how fucking hard it is. Mm -hmm. We're nowhere close to the top, but I can tell you we're way higher than than the majority of society. And it's still hard. Newsflash, still hard. And I've reached this point in my life where I'm just accepting. It's not going to get any easier. It doesn't matter if you have more money. You have more opportunities with more money, which is amazing. That doesn't mean life becomes easier. You just have different stresses. The the bigger you are, the harder you fall. I would imagine it being more stressful. You got more money, you got more shit on the line. More people want a piece of you. More people want to say shit about you. 
more people are willing to attack you because it makes them feel better. Mm. I just saw it. I opened Facebook because I wanted to go to one of our groups and you know, it's like vaccinations. I'm not going to get too deep into this. The, the idea of this is how people aren't like see one thing and they can make it their assessment. Right. And it's like Oprah Winfrey said she felt like she could fly after being vaccinated. Okay. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I know people got shit to say about this. So I'm like, what are the comments? You know, and I'm reading through and it's nasty. It's nasty. People are saying nasty things. And I'm like, you know, uh, and in my mind, I'm like, let me see both sides. Let me like, what is every scenario that could possibly be happening right now? You know, um, okay. Like, and you know, one of the thoughts that goes through my mind, which is why I think that a lot of people were making nasty comments is because you don't announce to the world when you take your vitamins in the morning or when you get the flu shot, you know? So I, I, I can see that like people will be saying things cause it's like, why do you feel like you have to announce that you got vaccinated or whatever, you know? And I think that there's some people who like, you know, it's like a trophy. Um, but the point of this story is that in my mind, what I thought about is, you know, what did, what actually happened? How did this get onto the internet? Like, did Oprah say something that had nothing to do with, I feel like I can fly after getting the vaccine, but the media twisted it and turned it into that. And now Oprah's getting hated on because of it, you know, is, um, um, you know, people are saying like, oh, she sold out and this and that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But like, what actually happened? No matter what, the more people who know who you are, like the more the media or the more people who are getting paid for certain people to see their news or their stuff can twist and contort and, and, and manipulate you and your words to where it's like, man, you could be doing amazing. Like Oprah's, Oprah's done a lot of phenomenal things and you can never say that that's not true. Phenomenal things, right? But the more people who know who you are, the easier it is to be a target. That's another reason why it's harder at the top is because there are more people who want either to bring you down or they want a piece of what you have. Um, and so, you know, you, there's a bigger target on your back mm -hmm. and you know, that's like, this isn't a conversation of like, vaccines or, or, you know, my opinion on any of it. This is just a matter of like, when you become, when you do significant things, people will notice. And when a lot of people notice, just because people have all different varieties of preferences and thoughts and opinions and beliefs in life, there are going to be people who don't like what you're doing you've made a lot of weight loss progress and you post a meal on your Instagram. You've been inspiring to a lot of people, right? So, okay, now you have a lot of followers because you've inspired a lot of people, but because you have more followers now and you post a thing in your food, somebody's going to come around who says, I don't want to see your fucking food all the time and what you eat. Somebody's going to have something to say. That's another reason why it is more difficult the higher you climb. And that is why it's important to not go through it alone. 
and know who you because, are. Because when you, because when you can share it with somebody, let's say by the end of the day and say, you know what, like I'm doing good things. However, like I, I feel hurt right now because I'm, my intentions are good, but you know, look, you guys, a lot of people, especially like average society, if you're here, you know that you're up to good things, but average society is literally like a bunch of crabs in a pot. Like they will both intentionally and unintentionally try to bring you down. Why? Because it makes them feel safer. That is it. They're just upset that they're eating like garbage, that they're treating themselves like garbage. So they have to justify something that will make them feel better because they're miserable inside. It, and it, it, there's always three sides to every story. So whether you're consuming information or, you know, you're putting things out there into the world because you're, you know, wanting to be inspiring, share your story, help motivate other people. Um, you know, when I, when I saw that on Facebook, I was like, there's three sides to the story. There's Oprah's side, there's the media's side and the people, whoever's side, and then there's the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, if I, and like part of me feels bad. I'm like, wow, she's just getting like attacked. And like people are not considering probably whatever the whole picture is. Um, but you know, if you are, you know, the one in, in attack, small or big, doesn't matter. This is where confidence comes in. This is where integrity comes through. This is where at the end of the day, no matter what is said about me, I know me. I know my intentions at some point, at some point, because Sarit and I want to help change the lives of millions. At some point, something's going to come out of my mouth or Sarit's mouth. We're going to do something, say something. It's going to be taken out of context, slapped onto the media, and people are going to hate. Fine. At the end of the day, I know me and I know the people who are closest to us, know us and know what kind of bullshit can be said. Mm -hmm. So this is where it's important for you to have that confidence in yourself. Be the best person you can be. Have the best intentions. Serve yourself, but serve yourself while serving others. And at the end of the day, you should be able to go to sleep at night saying, I did my best today. I did my best today. And I want all you guys to have that confidence. That's all I got to say. That was really good. That's all I got to say. Yep. So do you have anything else? No, I think that this was really powerful. You know, <coughs> choose to do your best every day, you guys, because everything great that you want to achieve will take time, will take effort. You know, there will be some days that are tougher than others, but one thing is for sure, when you do your best every single day and you don't give up, though you may not feel in the moment that you're doing great things, you are. And the reason why so many people struggle with weight loss or entrepreneurship or anything is because they are looking for the visible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And most of the progress that happens in life, you cannot be seen. It's felt. And that is also why it's important to take care of you so that you know how things feel. 
Because guess what? If you struggle with emotional eating and you coach with us, we're not going to tell you to start eating clean tomorrow mm -hmm. because you're not ready for that. And you're going to have to be okay with not seeing an entire transformation for at least a month. But guess what? If you show up and you do your best every day and you acknowledge the heartfelt successes that cannot be seen, suddenly mm -hmm. you start to see a change. And then when you let time do its thing along with continued repetition, then you look back four months later, like Melanie O'Connor and you're like, fuck, I'm down 32 pounds, mm -hmm. you know? So acknowledge your successes, stay humble, work your ass off, have enough grace on yourself for when you're having a challenging day to say, you know what? I'm only human, but not so much grace on yourself that you say, oh, I've had a long day. I'm not going to work out today. No, that's just you being a little bitch, you know? So <laughs> you have to take extreme ownership of your actions each and every day. You have to set an intention the night before so that you can go into your day with an intention. And, you know, if fires show up, fine, take care of those fires, do your best every day. And over time, you will notice that you're up to doing great things. And every day is day one. One. Yep. Every single day, day one, slate clean, new day, brand new day, new decisions, new uh, environment, not environments totally, but new opportunities, new choices every day. It's brand new. Yeah. What are you going to do today to become better than when the day started? What do you need to do today so where at the end of the day, you're better than when the day started? Mm -hmm. I want everybody to Share this video with one friend and I want everybody who's watching this right now live to post in the Facebook group. What is the one thing that you need to accomplish today? Just one thing that if you do that thing today, you will be better at the end of the day than you were at the beginning. Yes. I love that exercise. Acknowledge the one thing, share it on your Facebook. If you're listening to this on, on Facebook, share it on your Facebook tag us. We want to see it. Okay. If you're watching this on YouTube, then make a comment. What's the one thing you need to do today? And then your attention goes there. Energy flows where energy goes, where energy, what is it? That's a good blooper. Attention goes where energy <laughs> oh, yeah. flows. Attention goes where energy flows. You will then be focused on that one thing you need to do. And then at the end of the day, you'll be like, shit, I did it. And it's easy, like you just empowered yourself. Bam. Boop. Dopamine drips. Boop. Drip. All right, you guys. That being said, we're really looking forward to getting tagged by all of you guys. You went really long today. That's okay. Like, I think you were an absolute fire today. <sighs> it was amazing. Share it. Tag us. We want to see it. You guys keep on showing up for yourself. You guys are our mission and you guys are the reason why this mission is going to continue blasting. So thank you for showing up for yourself. Show up for yourself and for others today because what you do today matters.
And just a reminder that we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. I'm just going to talk about it because today is actually a transformational day. Today is the official day one of our brand new Accelerator program that we've been developing over the last couple of months for entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are ready to not just crush their health goals, but also their personal, professional, and financial goals as well. Tonight's our very first call and we're super stoked to kick it off. It's going to literally help you guys 10x your life. If you guys happen to be interested by that, then please just go ahead and email admin at erinandsuri.com so we can just give you more information about it. What do they say in the email? Tell me more about the accelerator program. Tell me more about the accelerator program. Yeah, great. That's it. There you go. Um, You guys have a beautiful day. We're going to see you tomorrow. Same time. Same place. Same place. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.